0: Welcome to the Willow in the Windies with David Oram. Cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it, cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it, Yardley tried his best, for that won the test, they gave the crowd plenty fun, the second test on West Indies won. With those little pals
1: of mine. and Valentine. Hello and welcome to The Willow in the Windies, the Caribbean cricket podcast with me, David Oram. I'll be looking at the recent major cricket news stories in the region in the company of my good friend, the renowned West Indies cricket commentator, Joseph Reds Pereira. Greetings, Reds. How are you?
0: Well, I was slightly um, sore-eyed and uh, <laughs> I was up... Um... Well, watching Euro football, uh, watching uh, CPL last night from Guyana uh, with the Tridents, um, with the uh, Knight Riders from Trinidad and the Amazon Warriors, and I'm up and ready to roll.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, With all this sport going on, it's uh, certainly uh, kept us glued to our TV screens. And and, and if your sport is politics in the UK as well, plenty to watch going on there too.
0: Yes, that's a little hard to follow. we, We wait to see... The pluses and the minuses.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, we're uh, a day later than we normally record, and you and I didn't chat last week because uh, you were in Guyana following a basketball tournament. And, uh, as I say, we would have normally recorded yesterday, but uh, we had a few technical problems. But uh, my producer, my wife Christine, put in four and a half hours for us uh, yesterday, so I want to thank her for that, so that we can uh, can catch up. Uh, We'll start with the CPL. Uh, You've been watching as much as you can. Uh, Me too. Guyana in the surprise package, Reds.
0: Yes, and that surprise package lost last night mm. to the Knight Riders. Um, they were chasing probably the highest score ever made in that ground. Um, the um, TNT Knight Riders got uh, well, 152, and uh, Guyana fell short by seven runs, and it might have come down to just one over. I uh, might have come down to just one over. Amla batted brilliantly um, to really um, uh, steer the Amazon Warriors um, onto a very good platform. And then Tanvir, who's had a very good series for the Amazon Warriors. It's seven foot one Pakistan opening bowler left arm. Bowl one horrible over to Bravo. and uh, He took something like almost 19 runs off of it. And um, I think that's where um, the Amazon lost, eventually lost by seven runs. Mm. Um, the, the length on that, the length on that um, pitch has got to be up, um, as Cooper demonstrated when he bowled um, for Trinidad to well, I think uh, both Tanvir and uh, um, Emrit were just too short, allowing um, a lot of freedom uh, of the night riders to use their hands. So good news. Um, for the Knight Riders, um, they have now won their first game after a bad start, and, uh, Harper, um, well, can be satisfied that he's got four under his belt, he's still got the Zooks to play, and, um, he needs to tighten up in certain areas, but, um, early days for the CPL, um, there was one little misdemeanor, uh, Santoki being fined, where, um, I think Jacobs, the Guyanese off-spinner and batsman, played a defensive shot, not going anywhere, and Santoki picked it up from his follow-through and fired straight (laughs) at Jacobs, took it on his bat. Luckily, Mm. he's fine um, for whatever uh, he infringed.
1: OK, let's move on. Well, that was the that was the big naughtiness on the pitch. Uh, the other naughtiness off the pitch that was reported and stamped down on quickly was the uh, CPO had identified some uh, pitch-side betting going on uh, with some, uh, uh, obviously, connections to Indian bookmakers. Uh, glad that they've uh, stamped all over that.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, I don't answer any calls from India. <laughs> um, people have to... Re- really identify themselves there's one um one quick uh, info person who might call me from time to time hmm. and i have to be very very sure that uh, that is the person um but a uh, good work and you know we don't know what the securities office are doing but um they're certainly uh trying to get on top of things uh before these people um start to make illegal money
1: yeah um I'm glad that your call screening doesn't extend uh, to next door in Pakistan otherwise you and I wouldn't be able to chat as regularly Red. Uh, but uh, we, we will we will chat on uh, one acquisition this week in odd circumstances for the trimbago night riders uh, they've got back the services of denish Ramdin we will talk more about um, ramdin in his you know his tweet his tweets in in, in a moment but uh, that, that'll strengthen their side won't it Yes, he kept last night. I uh, didn't
0: have much of a chance uh, to bat, but um, it, it's interesting that initially he was coming to the Zooks to replace a fast bowler. Yeah. Not very often you get a wicketkeeper batsman replacing a fast bowler, and then I think he picked up an injury during the tri-nation. Now um, I think another fast bowler has gone down yeah um so, Thurals, yeah. and uh Ramden has come in to, to replace him well maybe the their fast bowling stocks are uh, are good and and they do not need um same for same and you know i think um I'm sure he's happy to be playing cricket in the CPL. And he play, played part of the winning team last night in Guyana.
1: Well, he took a couple of phenomenal leg-side uh, uh, takes off of Narayan late in the day, which uh, helped the, uh, the the situation. Uh, but he's uh, keeping, and more particularly his batting, so we are led to be leave by Ramdin himself in his tweets last week, uh, not reckoned by the West Indies uh, selection panel for the upcoming test matches.
0: Yes, uh, I think that... Um, You know, there's no, there's no question that um, 70 odd Test matches um, for someone who, um, you know, as a younger man uh, was known for his ability to bat Um, hasn't quite produced uh, the Test runs. Haven't quite produced the Test runs, Mm. and I think it's it's been on the cards for a little while. Whether um, the selectors will keep Ramden, <coughs> and they have simply made that decision to move on. I mean, yeah. a lot of other countries have made this decision. Um, Australia made it um, from Healy to Gilchrist. Yeah. Um, England made it from Pryor, who had a very good batting a- average, and you know one can s- simply go on um, to, uh, to to make comparisons. Um, is it a mountain out of a molehill? I mean. Every time a long-serving player is left out, it's always going to be um, a controversial matter. Um, I think uh, he might have gone over the top with his Twitter account. Yeah. Um, he could have simply said, well, you know, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to make my way through runs uh, via the Trinidad side or whichever side I play for, and maybe the matter ends there. I don't see the comparison With his average and the average of Courtney Brown as the West Indies selector, there there
1: is um, no
0: relevance to that.
1: No, no, and if a mountain has been made out of a molehill, it's uh, by Ramdin himself, as you say. He—I uh, mean, this is not even confirmed yet. It's not official. There's been no team released by the uh, selectors. The West Indies Cricket Board have not announced that team for the the, the first Test match. But Ramden himself broke the news on Twitter uh, with a few <laughs> misguided texts, if if I may say so. Um, uh, yeah, breaking breaking that news and uh, showing his disquiet, particularly at chairman of selectors Courtney Brown, who clearly rang him up to uh, disclose that news to him. Can you can you conceive Reds of a player in England, Australia, perhaps any country in the world leaking this information, as it were, and uh, moaning about it publicly via social media?
0: Uh, my quick reaction is no. I think it was good of Courtney Brown, although the news was not good, um, Mm. to have called him up. Um, Many, I remember Bill Laurie, um, you know, listening to a Western Australian um, radio, learnt that he had lost um, the the captaincy of Australia. Yeah. 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 And a a lot of players have learnt via other people and via other sources that they're not in anymore. So I give Courtney Brown uh, credit. I give Courtney Brown credit for, in fact, um, you know, at least calling R- R- Ramden if he, <laughs> my understanding he did, and he indicated why, and uh, maybe the matter should have been, should have been left there, but um, it's the modern world we are living in, and <laughs> people have access to social media, um, so uh, I think um, we, we already said enough about that, David.
1: I, th- I think you're right. Uh i personally i feel that uh, uh, ramdin has spoken out of turn I, I i personally would not have dropped him at this stage yet but that's that's not my decision that's the west indies cricket ball i wouldn't be surprised if he gets um, if he gets fined um in the build up towards that uh, first test match we've had this weekend uh, the west indies cricket ball's president's eleven play india uh, they were led by leon johnson uh, 100 for shay Home. yes uh, i think three three meners um,
0: wave their hands as selectors, knocking at the proverbial door. Mm. Hope himself, Chandrika, who got, what, 69, mm. and Warrican, who oh. had some useful oh. figures, and again showed that he's capable with the bat. Um, I, I think th- those two I expect to see in, in the West Indies 13 for the first test in Antigua. Yeah. Um, failures, I was hoping uh, that Dowridge would have gotten. Um, a bit more i think he's the one earmarked uh for um replacing ramden but you know hope can also wiki keep and that will give to selected some flexibility um jacobs the leg spinner seem to have gone for plenty um don't under conditions small ground for alex uh-huh. but I, I i like jacobs he spins the ball he gets bumps he's got good shoulders we just have to wait to see how they will assess him will the selectors go back to bisu um will they simply stay with the left arm spin of warrican uh and uh, maybe the only one spinner playing um basically uh that's my take from a match i didn't see in in kits but just taking it off from the scores
1: yeah, I, I saw some of it uh, through the West Indies Cricket Board's uh, fixed camera online, and that was a useful service to be able to watch uh, bits of that, and I must say. Uh, a guy I've never really rated before, Chandrika. He looked a million dollars. Um, absolutely gorgeous, but um, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, one person that's not going to be in place for that, again, not a confirmed thing. Uh, it's been spoken about in the media that Joel Garner's going to be the next West Indies manager, but uh, Michael Mew had said this week that contract details with the person that's going to be taking on this role have yet to be uh, concluded, so he won't be there for the India series. Well, um
0: quickly pointed out no statement has been made but that story broke um, you know the Caribbean is a small place and um, I, I would think that um, if the West Indies board was moving towards Ghana uh, they should have um, well sorted out um, their, their, their their whole question of Ghana's availability
1: yeah.
0: um, he is the president of the BCA he is, in fact, on some important West Indies board uh, committees. And, um, well, they had more or less marked him to be manager, as far as we know. And one would have thought if that was going to take some time, Raw Lewis at least could have been kept in place. I mean, it's, it's really um, not um, a good thing to have a West Indies team playing one of the best teams in the world and no manager. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it, it's a reflection on bad planning. Uh, I'm not saying that um, things are, uh, you know, don't need to be worked out to, uh, with, with the manager. But um, you had raw Lewis, and you could have simply kept him on, and and the matter would be solved for the first test, and then you hand over whenever Garner is is, is free to take up the job.
1: Yeah. We'll wait and see. Obviously, it'll be confirmed one way or another in the fullness of time. Uh, quite a few bits of other news going on. Uh, a couple of things uh, relating to Jamaica. Uh, there's a report that uh, Nikita Miller's going to be taking over as captain there of Jamaica. And something that made international news, that Marlon Samuels is uh, issuing a lawsuit against Australian, former Australian fast bowler Jeff Lawson. Well,
0: the Miller um, statement uh, doesn't surprise me. He's a long-serving, very cool head. Um, he's had great success at the regional level. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, Jamaica obviously feels they, they have to look in a different direction, looking for experience in terms of the, of, of the, the matter you just talked about, um, Samuel's and, and, and the legal action, mm. not surprised, but, um, since I'm not a lawyer and I don't have all the evidence and how, what was said and things like that, um, I will allow that um, to pass turn my off stump and wait to see for future announcement.
1: No, very, very wise and uh, very cautious, uh, quite right uh, use of your words. Uh, uh, perhaps Jeff Lawson should have shown uh, uh, similar temperance uh, at the time. Uh, more news coming out uh, politically, as it were. Uh, we've just recently had the latest meeting of the CARICOM heads of government. And uh, the news emerging that uh, the two committees on the CARICOM but well, there's two committees on the Caric- within CARICOM covering cricket, and they're going to be merged. Dr. Keith Mitchell is going to stand down from leading that, and Dr. Ralph Gonzalves is going to head it. But still strong words emerging that they still are determined uh, to see change and uh, reform of the West Indies Cricket Board.
0: I don't mind change. I don't mind reform. But um, disbandment, I thought I saw that word uh, raised again. Yeah ron gonzalez um well he he knows um, what's the score and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can come up with with any ideas that will bring movement one of the uh, one of the um concessions that the west indies board could make is to reduce the number of directors yeah um you know one director you can name two but they could be alternate in terms of attending board meetings and uh, that could run a leaner board, a leaner board, Uh, and and general, general, better public relations, although the public relations, I must say, um, has improved a great deal. And one must give Woody Richards and one must give Philip Puna a fair amount of credit for producing the kind of information on what is happening um, with various tournaments and you get scores continually. So I, I think you, you you need to give Jack um, his jacket on 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 that score.
1: No, absolutely. I think uh, they do. Uh, those two gentlemen particularly do a great job, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think they do the best they can on a relative shoestring. I mean, you refer there to uh, the the tournaments. There's quite a lot going on at the moment. Uh, it's a quite a keen time in the region. We have got the uh, regional women's tournament uh, for the first. And for the first time, all six territorial boards are represented. That's, that's great. And then uh, the, all the uh, age ranges for the, uh, the men is underway as well, or just about to get underway.
0: Yes, there's, there's um, I think, um, on, on the 17 and St. Vincent, um, there's a, a whole heap happening, a, a great deal happening.
1: Yeah, they're spread spread rather thin to have to cover all of them, but it's good to see all of these things taking place. Uh, The under-17s, that's already underway in Trinidad and Tobago. The under-15s begins on the 27th in Grenada, and the under-19s begins in St. Vincent on July the 27th. Uh, And we do get supplies with scores, and there is a a decent development programme going on there, Reds. Yes, um,
0: you know, I hope that uh, the selectors will be able to, uh, to watch, I know that um, uh, Leon Sebastian has been called in to Guyana to cover for a selector. So I, I think they're trying to parcel out the selectors so we can get uh, the best replacements um, for the honor 19 where necessary. And uh, all who perform, um, you know, they, they, they will get their dare in the sun um, because the performance selectors were there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as I say, with the regional women's tournament, the, the Leeward Islands have uh, managed to uh, gather themselves to, to get a team together as well. So uh, the region is uh, fully represented.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. The, good for the, the future development of our female cricket in the Caribbean. We need to get it at the school level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh School level, interesting you should say that. I want us to, to look ahead, uh, look overseas, as it were, to England against Pakistan. Um, Pakistan have uh, just had a warm-up match that was, a, I wouldn't say dominated, but uh, a, a, a young Bayesian had quite a hand in it. Uh, Barbados under Nine Creek there, uh, Joffre Archer, a young man I met when I uh, lived out there in Barbados and uh, found a very personable uh, young chap and uh, quite a useful quick bowler. He took four wickets on his first-class debut for Sussex.
0: Well, I hope the Belgian selectors in the BCA are, in fact, uh, keeping an eye on him. And I, I, I wouldn't want to be, begrudge him, um, you know, opportunities. Um, but I hope he doesn't have a British passport. Um, <laughs> because, uh, you know, uh, Jordan um, yeah. was, you know, someone um, who might have gone the West Indies way. Um, I don't believe there's any real assurance for him. Yeah. And himself and his father, as far well as I understand, decided, his father who had served um, in, in, in the forces, um, decided, well, uh, with your UK passport, you better go England, England when England stopped him up. He's yet to really make a consistent pr- play in the Test Series, but he's been playing in a shorter format. And we just have to wait and see how this young man will develop, if he'll be br- brought in yeah. to the Barbados a youth system.
1: Yeah, I and mean, it's it's in a way it is a shame. It's uh, the West Indies lost Chris Jordan. Uh, I don't know whether all of them could have played in the same Test side, but uh, uh, a late middle or middle order of seam bowlers of uh, Jordan, Jason Holder, and Carlos Brathwaite could have been uh, quite a force. Joffer Archer, he is um, does have a British passport. Uh, I did meet his parents, and I'm fairly sure that his mother's British. But of course, we wish him the best of luck. Look, Whichever way he
0: chooses to go, but um, you know, maybe he will naturally feel that maybe he should get some uh, some attention from Barbados and from the West Indies selectors.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I hope that's on their, their radar. Uh, sticking with the England-Pakistan series, uh, one announcement is that uh, Joel Wilson is going to be standing in two of those test matches out in the middle, and I think in the other two is going to be third umpire, so we wish him the best of luck on that. Uh, are you looking forward to the series generally, Reds? Yes, um, I think Pakistan is going to
0: present a much uh, stronger opposition than Sri Lanka. Uh, I think Pakistan i got that very special confidence, and uh, I think um, the England middle order just not seem to be settled. Um, I, I, th- there is, in fact, uh, a very interesting series upcoming of the weather holds, Here's hoping that we have a, a, a very good series. I expect better from Pakistan than Sri Lanka. And just on the question of Joe Wilson, hmm. I just have a feeling when I look at the appointments worldwide, Uh, that, um, you know, at least two of our umpires should be doing more, should be doing more. Mm. The very two umpires that just stood in St. Kitts, um, I think uh, should be doing more. When I look across um, the appointment list Mm. and I see other names and, um, you know, you you, you just get the impression that one or two people are, are being pushed a bit, being pushed a bit. But that's all I will say at this time. The two umpires who stood in St. Kitts, India versus the President eleven, 11, um, maybe they need to, to be brought on a bit um, by the ICC Umpiring Committee.
1: Yeah, well, that's how they can uh, de- develop the umpire in the Caribbean, as well as uh, the young cricketers. Um, this test series, Pakistan, England. could sees the return of Mohammed Amir. Did you have strong feelings about this young man, Reds?
0: Well, I was
1: disappointed
0: that he got caught up in that. Um, but um, once I, you know, he is now totally committed in playing cricket and uh, not in getting involved in in, in matters outside of cricket. Hmm. He was young enough talented enough and you know in life you, you probably need another opportunity and um, I, I want to wish him well I, I, I don't believe that um, you know the press in England or the press worldwide should keep referring to him you know with, with a, a little um, tainted um, you know brush so to speak um, but uh, you know very b- best wishes to him and I hope there's no more
1: misdemeanor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in some things, uh, uh, it's best to put the past behind us. Towards the end of our shows, Reds, we always like to bring the past back to us a little bit. And uh, just this week, um, literally today as we speak, Monday the 11th of July, 10 years ago today saw the, the passing of uh, one of Barbados' greats, um, but an all-round great, as it were, Keith Walcott, the, uh, the brother of uh, Sir Clyde. Yes,
0: I saw him as a boy play for Barbados. Um, it was when the West Indies were in Australia, and uh, Barbados came to British Guyana, and he, he, he played as a middle-order batsman. If I remember, he got somewhere in the 40s, nice, stylish player, um, but uh, maybe he lived in the shadows of his brother, mm. had good all wrong skills, and would have played other disciplines. But a great servant for Barbados and West Indies cricket. On my first tour of Australia in '75, he was the assistant manager um, to the uh, former um, Jamaican and West Indies fast bowler Kentish. Hmm. Uh, uh, they were um, gentlemen, and um, Keith Walker, um, you know, in, in his own way, was maybe some people might feel. Uh, he, he might have been old-fashioned in his views. But, you know, when you when you look at teams arriving in Barbados, Keith Walcott was there to meet the, the incoming teams. Where they were coming from, Guyana, Trinidad, Jamaica, the Leavers, the winners. He was there at the Grant Lee Adams Airport. Uh, he gra- gave great service uh, to the board, great service to, to the board, and, um, you know, his, his contribution to, to Barbados cricket. I mean, I think um, he was a, a Spartonian, if I can describe it that way. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you probably can get the details of his uh, first class in, in, in the BCA, he probably uh, produced quite a lot of runs at, 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 a, at a decent average.
1: Yeah, I probably made an error, Reds, in uh, uh, as discussing him and in, in his BCA career, as you say, without uh, checking with Keith Holder first, who would probably know all that uh, off the top of his head. Um, there's 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 a stand, of course, uh, where he used to play, dedicated to uh, to Keith Walcott and his brother Clyde, uh, and and he was a great servant of West Indies and Barbados cricket over 30 years on the uh, the BCA and uh, and the West Indies Cricket Board.
0: Yes, he had a, his own very funny humor. Um, I, I, I know that, like Desmond Haynes, had a great ability to uh, take off, um, to take off um, Keith Walker and the way he spoke. Um, he, he 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 was very
1: special. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, yet another one of the, uh, uh, the the greats of bygone years, uh, who may not have been a great at the highest level, but uh, one of those that did so much for Caribbean cricket. Uh, that's about it for this week, Reds. Uh, I I know you always uh, enjoy thanking our listeners wherever they may be.
0: Well, we can wish Basil Butcher, who was a young man in England, scored that great hundred uh, against England at large, one hundred and thirty-three. Um, We wish him a a very happy birthday, Mm -hmm. along with all who are celebrating uh, their birthdays today. And uh, we want to thank all our Caribbean listeners, all our listeners in Canada and in North America. And if they have any comments, uh, please, um, you can get it to David. He can tell you
1: how. Absolutely. Uh, You can contact us via email at... uh, Willow in the Windies at outlook.com and uh, we'll answer any queries or yeah, you know, we just love love to hear from you. Um, and of course, you can uh, find this podcast now as well on iTunes. This has been the Willow in the Windies, the Caribbean Cricket Podcast with Red Pereira and me, David Oram, and we both hope that you can join us again next time. Goodbye.